0: So, uh, yeah, just getting this thing started, man. Um, if you want to give us just a little bit about what you do, uh, what your work is online, um, and really anything else about you, maybe a little bit of background, and then we can get the ball rolling.
1: All right, cool. Yeah, well, thanks for inviting me onto the podcast. And uh, my name is Stefan, Stefan Burns. Nice to meet you all, anyone that's watching. And thanks for reaching out. Um, I think it's good to have dialogues and conversations like this uh, because, I'm a YouTuber, I've done other things in the past, but with YouTube in particular, if you're making your own videos, it's kind of you just speaking a lot. And a lot of people find that very valuable, but there's also a missing component that's kind of like feedback. You get feedback through comments, you get feedback through watching, let's say other content, but um, it's important not to live in an echo chamber. So that's why things like this are so valuable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a, a, I guess, I, I don't really like labels. I think labels are very limiting, but they can help to organize like your perception of someone or at least just kind of let you know what they do. So I have a degree in geology then I went into geophysics, which is studying the physical properties of the Earth. Um, this could be like the properties of sound waves traveling through the Earth, so seismic waves. This can be electromagnetic waves. And it was that latter component the magnetic qualities of the earth that really was like this endless rabbit hole. I found I just found it really fascinating because it led me into quantum physics, it led me into, um, in many ways, spirituality. And it also then started to connect very deeply with my own health and wellness practice and investigations that I've been doing since I was a teenager because I've always had a curiosity there. So I found myself kind of limited in my geophysics career and. I did some, I don't want to call it like soul searching, but I, I, I did, um, you know, I took my time to really think about what I wanted to do going forward and it led me towards, okay, well, let's take the harder path of kind of putting my career aside and building out these own systems and, uh, really like doing my own self-directed research into these things and then seeing what happens as I then share and educate this with people. So that's what got me into YouTube. So you can say I'm a YouTuber, um, but again, it's just like the most efficient delivery platform that I've found. So something else better was to show up. Then I'd probably start using that as well. I think it's good to, you know, have your fingers in lots of things. I have a website too, where I write about health and wellness that predates my YouTube. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I find myself just wanting to help people as best as I can to like discover things about themselves and maybe put those pieces together that help them with their um, health and wellness, whether this is is like uh, some wounded healer aspect or just, they just want to optimize their performance. I get a lot of people finding my uh, content and reading my stuff because they want to optimize things a little bit more on like the biohacker side. Um, And then also this is all, through my own just curiosity, so it's really great because the best way to learn is to teach. So I can learn all these things, mm-hmm. do the research, uh, and then also self experimentation, discovery, and then share this with people. So it's this really nice, efficient loop that seems to be uh, very good and wanted by people around the planet. And I've been rewarded by by the earth. It seems so. <laughs> I, I I like I like how it's all worked out. I've decided to have a lot of patience and trust and faith, but it's all worked out mm. so far.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, it's like a community, essentially. I mean, we call, you can call yourself a YouTuber, but essentially it seems like you've created a, a nice community around this topic of electromagnetism and just, uh, like you said, biohacking. And uh, it's pretty cool what you're doing. I think it's pretty cool. It's unique.
1: Yeah, well, the, the, the one of the issues is that there's a simultaneous acceptance of how things like electromagnetism and maybe you can dig into what that is a little further at some point mm-hmm. it's basically this light um across all the different wavelengths the full spectrum there's this uh there's this recognition that that's incredibly important for biology but then in some spheres you're a lot of like in the mainstream you're considered some uh, kind of like wacko if you believe certain things or you've made certain observations. So it's like, Oh yeah, every, every single sense we have is based on light at the end of the day, whether, um, you know, it could be through some different physical process, but it eventually reaches your nerves and goes to your brain. And that's how you perceive it. Unless we go a little more into like the metaphysics, but, um, then if you were to say, Oh, well, solar rhythms affect your heart. And there's good research on that. But if someone hasn't read the research, then they're like, oh, you're you're crazy. Well, how does the sun affect your heart at all? It's like, well, there's actually a lot of evidence for that. Um, but it's just not really taught. It's not really understood qualitatively. So it seems like this far-fetched concept. But hey, you can get a sunburn from ultraviolet light. That makes sense. Mm. So there's it's it's a honestly, it's a perception of time scales, I think. And the geology degree helped me with that, understanding different time rhythms. Some people just have blind
0: spots with certain time rhythms. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it's because it's so new. The phenomena of being able to record these energies is so new. And um, yeah, like seeing is believing. We can't quite see this this type of energy of electromagnetism of the earth. Um, you can see it in graphs, but you can't, you know, I can't, particularly pick it up with my five senses per se um so yeah i think it would actually be good to get into what is this electromagnetism and i know that's a very broad topic that's that's quite a big topic that's a whole that's a whole video in itself but if we if we can explain that to the layman um explain it simply like how does that relate to one's overall well-being and overall health like how we manage the electromagnetism and bioelectricity of the body and how it relates to the to the earth and yeah. How would you explain that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's something that many, many people have like thrown themselves at and dedicated their life to, and they made progress, but fundamentally weren't able to like, you know, give that concrete definition. I think that's one of those things that we never will be able to, Mm. um, because there's always going to be some extra component that we don't discover. Everything is, not what we say and different than what we say. It's always our expression and ability to communicate something is always limited in that regard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but to still build some framework and foundation of understanding, you have uh, these different fields of force. So through three dimensional space, actually four dimensional, if you include time, we have these fields that contain energy and they have variability so they can be stronger here it can be weaker there it can contain that information At this point it cannot contain that information so it's just a like a, a web of change effectively mm. uh, and they have different interactions so electromagnetism is electric and magnetic so there's two forces and in many ways they're actually the same force but just like opposite of each other it's because a magnetic field can create a electric field and an electric field can create a magnetic field so they're intimately linked and like opposite poles in a way well they 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 propagate at a perpendicular angle to each other so orthogonal oh. so when you have a a photon which is the smallest particle of light that we've found it's not a particle it doesn't have mass it's the smallest uh quantity of light but it has like particle-like properties. That's what makes this confusing is because light behaves like a wave, but then it also behaves like a particle. Mm -hmm. So this is like Einstein was grappling with this if we wanted to go to one theoretical physicist and he started to develop these equations and he put some mathematical formula behind electromagnetic wave properties, which were really first theorized and put into mathematical formulas back in the late 1800s. And he saw that they had some particle like properties. So he coined the term photon. And that's kind of the paradigm that we're still in. And he was looking for a way to connect electromagnetic force to the force of gravity because there's a connection between the two. Mm-hmm. But that unified field theory is still elusive. It's still, it's still, you know, no one's put it into uh into a formula yet.
0: Yeah, like they um, connect
1: the dots. But yeah, uh, but ba- I mean, really, like our like our perception, like our our manifestation in reality. Because you could have like a bacterias in reality, but it's in its own scale, right? Our scale of reality, where we are, the dominant force that we interact with is gravity and the electromagnetism. And honestly, it's probably in many ways more so electromagnetism than gravity. Um, but these these uh, particles of light, they have wave properties because when they average together, they have this overall like, okay, you have this strength here, you have this um, deficit here. So that's how you get these wave properties. It's just basically these photons moving extremely fast, countless infinite number of them, all averaging into this collective field that is expressing itself across all vectors and dimensions. And it gets really complicated. It's like this interference holographic pattern. If you've ever heard about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we live within that. We evolved within that. We are that because we have our own space time, right? Our physical body takes up space and time. And so to think that we're separate from it is, uh, is really quite limiting. If, um, if that's what you think, are really one and the same, and it exists outside of us, but it also exists within us. Um, and that's why it's been really interesting for me to go from geophysics where I was doing these field surveys and collecting data points, let's say like seismic data points, or I was walking out the magnetometer, measuring the magnetic field to try to find, let's say, like a you know, an old oil and gas tank or something underground. Lot of construction type work uh, is interesting to go from that. And I had my interest in health and wellness from the very beginning. That's just always been a curiosity in mine. Um, to then with a little bit of research and theoretical like thought experiments and stuff, then find how they interlink. Yeah. Um, mm. So there's a lot of uh, giants who have stood on the shoulders of thank God for all of them and all the research that they've done and everything. Yeah that's that's the nice thing about being human is that we have this collective uh, effort behind each and every one of us that we can utilize like you know yeah we're using these microphones that someone else built we didn't have to build the mics <laughs> or the headsets or the laptops or any of this stuff but uh that doesn't take away from our own individual um uh, i guess you could say achievements so there's um really interesting stuff out there on light and electromagnetism and health and wellness and Uh, definitely the picture is not complete, but I'm very happy with being at least someone that can convey these ideas to some ability to a larger audience, because as you said earlier, it is really something that is really new. It's like really brand new. So it makes sense that we don't have an education on this Mm -hmm. really. Um, and also what is, uh, where's people's attention going? It's increasingly going in this direction. But there's also a lot of attention going elsewhere. So bandwidth is in some ways limited. Um, so I hope to just increase that bandwidth of understanding and help people form a better conceptual understanding. And I personally discovered that's helped me to better realize, understand my place and my importance, like within the universe. So mm-hmm. it's a good way to figure out and learn about yourself. And to, let's say, address your own health and wellness problems that you may have, or to optimize and be healthier. And it's a really cool way to learn about this planet that all of us live on, because no one else lives anywhere
0: else, as far (laughs) as we know. As far as we know, yeah.
1: As far as we know, me, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy probably has happened. (laughs) Uh, I had a dream about aliens last night. It was interesting. Uh, Of course. But... But, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm living on planet Earth, you're on planet Earth. So it's really important that we understand planet Earth. And then all those things combined actually take us deeper. uh, They've taken me deeper, at least, into really understanding, like, trying to understand uh, and just feel more so even just just feel like the greater, the greater totality that we're in. I think that's Mm -hmm. why people are resonating with uh, what I've been doing. And why that community has been growing is because people are failing to uh, – there's there's a disconnect with totality yeah. and, like, God. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are searching for ways to find that that doesn't have a whole bunch of baggage with it. Like, there's so much baggage with religion. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to create a religion or anything, but I <laughs> just – you know, science is is nice in some ways, and then personal experience is the other component because you can't take that away. And once you experience something, then it's like you you just feel the truth of it, mm-hmm.
0: um, and that is invaluable. So, amen to that. Um, yeah, that was great, man. Great description. So, you mentioned you know people becoming healthier, at least wanting to become healthier, and then. That's it's it's almost like um, a byproduct of our health, it seems, or our, our health habits is to feel this connection. It's to become acquainted with a certain kind of connection, alignment, a certain kind of frequency, and it seems to be this hmm. this totality. It's the guy in mind, in a way. It seems that we, when we do these holistic things such as meditation and yoga, uh, plant medicine whatever it is whatever makes us feel good it seems to be it's us just aligning ourselves to these these frequencies of the earth right um at least that's what i get from your videos the information that you put out it seems as as though like we do these things and yes the byproduct is health and good but also it's like what we're actually doing like what's actually going on it's like we're tuning the instrument of our body to the frequencies of the earth. Would you say that's an apt description? Yeah, I think it's brilliant.
1: It's really all about resonance. Um, My first video that did really well was on the Schumann Resonance. At the time, I was uh, working for a company, doing some marketing for them, because I've always kind of played with that a little bit, doing sales for the different geophysical equipment, then also doing like some demos. So actually going out, using the geophysical equipment, collecting data, And somehow I stumbled upon the Schumann resonance, which are these natural standing waves of light at very low frequencies. And they're called the resonance because they're the natural resonant frequencies of light for our Earth because our Earth has a physical size that's very, very, very slowly changing on the human time scale. It's insignificant, you know, over like you know, trillions of years, eventually it'll get bigger because of asteroids falling and stuff. But the size is effectively the same. Um, And light has a speed, a known velocity in a vacuum, and also in air and in different materials. Uh, So when you take the characteristics of the Earth and you find out what that wavelength is for the circumference, then you get an 8 hertz wave, effectively. And that's the foundational Schumann resonance. So just based on the actual size and physicality of the earth, you have these certain frequencies of light that are naturally resonant and like to propagate and stay alive effectively. They don't die out easily.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, Cause if you have something that is not a frequency match, then it just doesn't have as easy of a time uh, resonating and it gets absorbed into different mediums mm-hmm. and then it gets remitted and it gets complex. Um, but these Shumo residences, I, I somehow I found out about them. I really don't remember how. And I made a video on it. And back then, YouTube was just like I was making like a couple of videos, and that video did really well. It was like my one video that all of a sudden it was just like blew up unexpectedly. I was like, there's something to this. I yeah. felt like the earth herself was saying, you need to chase this down and talk about this more. And so I did, and I started to learn more about it. And then at this point, I learned about how your brain has the same frequency brain, uh, you know, wavelengths and everything as the Schumann Resonances it's at the same power levels. Your heart connects to the Schumann Resonances across longer time periods, like multi-day um, and how you can like the actual shape of the skull and the size of a neural discharge are equivalent in scale to a lightning strike on the surface of the globe. So all of these mm. like wow. coincidences mm. I found that one really fascinating. like all these coincidences yeah. there's clearly something here um, and when you start to change a resonant frequency, then you start to connect with different information fields. So plant medicine, for example, is one way you can dramatically change your frequency, mm-hmm. both on a long term, if you mm-hmm. use it consistently, but also like short term, you take some mushrooms and yeah, your brain waves are going to be propagating differently. Your neurotransmitters are going to change. Your heart rhythms are going to change. Your blood pressure goes up, all these things. And so now you are physically resonating differently. And now you can connect like a tuning fork to another one to those other fields which are always there, but if you're not resonating with them, then, or like trying to, then you're not going to get that information. Yeah. And the earth is home to many, many, many frequencies. It's, it's a very, you know, we live on a conscious planet that she has many, you know, flavors and characters to her, many secrets. And, uh, you just have to change your frequency and your resonance to what you want to discover or feel. And, and, Like the earth, we have our body. So your actual body will also determine like your frequency, your resonance. And that's why some people just find they connect to others better than others. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, oh, I really like this person. There's just something there. It's all this concept of resonance.
0: Um, Vibration.
1: And yeah, it's it's one of like the... Kind of the foundations, it seems, and that's all driven by photons, just like their aggregate averages across space-time, like where they're manifesting. So, it's interesting how these photons, which are moving at the speed of light so fast, it's really beyond like your ability to imagine, but they can still have these like complex patterns to them. So, then the photonic environment is changing across these longer time periods. So then you get like these longer variations that then change overall resonant frequencies of the earth, of the people, of society, the biosphere, weather patterns, things mm. of this nature. And that we're just beginning to understand. Wow. Um, but I think yeah. that's what a lot of people are talking about intuitively or perhaps they're they're kind of getting at it when they're talking about like ascension. Yeah. You know, a lot, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like ascensionists right now.
0: And yeah. Um, <laughs> those damn ascensionists
1: yeah (laughs) there there probably always has been but that's you know there's these new ways of energy coming in there always are these are coming in from the galaxy and the solar system and also we create them right we have an ability to we're co-creators and all this so I just find all these things really fascinating um and how and how that can literally boil down to you being like oh wow there's a solar flare right now and I have this splitting headache mm. and how that can be your
0: conscious interpretation
1: of it, wow. how you actually feel.
0: And ultimately, it seems how it boils down from your explanation, it's really just a matter of photons at the most minuscule level. And I mean, I know you can go into like string theory, but I don't really know much about that, but we'll keep at the photon level, I guess. So when we see the Schumann resonance um, in its measurements and then that graph that one can see, over a certain mm-hmm. amount of time, that's really just a, a an immeasurable immeasurable amount of photons and the activity of the photons within a certain time frame, right? Yeah, I think that that's a good place
1: for like if we're going to build some sort of conceptual understanding. There's there's definitely more than photons. I mean, in a hundred years, we're going to look back and like, oh, photons are some you know higher level thing, and there's something deeper than that. Yeah. So, but for right now, I think that's probably what humanity needs to learn is to need to learn about that more. And that mm-hmm. paper from Einstein came out in 1905, uh, and it kicked off this huge, just kind of reordering of a uh, physics and the creation of quantum physics. Uh, quantum is the smallest, like discernible unit of something. So, the quanta of light is a photon, and uh, there's certainly more components than just photons, but that's probably where people should start in many ways. That's where they should start kind of their investigation and research into this because there's plenty of plenty to do there. Mm. Uh, and it is a really nice, uh, I found way to kind of understand quite a lot about the universe. I mean, in terms of like the geophysics of our planet, the solar system dynamics, like energy between people your actual bioelectricity, this can be heart rhythms, brain waves, uh, how your cells order and operate and their collective behaviors and DNA, and all this stuff really kind of reaches that level. So, considering a lot of people are uneducated in all those spheres, I feel like that's an important thing to be educated in. This yeah. is me though. Uh, Then that's a good place to start because it helps you then connect all these things together, which most people think they're totally disconnected. Like, oh, biology's Mm -hmm. over there, chemistry's over here, physics is over there, and all the you know guru spiritual people are over here. Yeah, yeah. But they all have this nice layer underneath them, which is photons, and there's certainly more than just
0: that. In a sense, that's a good one to touch and connect a lot of them. It's light, just light. Okay. It's all light.
1: The light that we can see along with other wavelengths. So like we can, you can look around the room and there's all the different colors and they have different wavelengths, certain frequencies. We have a very small window that our eyes perceive and the Schumann resonances at eight Hertz and 14 Hertz and 20 Hertz and so on and so forth are like billions of times lower frequency, but we still pick them up because our hippocamp eye Which are on both sides of our brain, one hippocampus here, one hippocampus there. It's like an antenna system. That's where our memory is, our long term, uh, like memory. It's also short term. That's where the most neurogenesis happens in the brain. So the most new cells are created there. Your spatial awareness, you know, part of the temporal lobe. So your ability to perceive time, uh, language. All these things, like super important, connected to your limbic system via the amygdala, which are right on the end of them, they pulse at those Schumann frequencies. So, they're able to connect to it. So, we get limited, I feel like, in our understanding of our senses because it has to be immediate. It has to be like, oh, I can see this coffee mug. Yeah, I can feel the table. Yeah, But we have a sixth sense with our hippocampi mm. in the Schumann resonances. But it expresses itself differently, both in terms of its quality and also in terms of the time component. And it can be very rapid. You can't have those sudden, like, insights where, you're like, where did that come from? And that could be maybe you getting some information from the Schumann resonances. Some photon was able, or maybe a collection of photons was able to hit a neuron just right. And the information they carried carried enough signal over your baseline noise level for then you to have the thought, let's say. Um, but it seems that it's in general a longer time frame sense. Um, again, that temporal lobe. So if you're not conscious over the different time frames, then you're not gonna be aware of it. So you have to build consciousness across different time frames. And when you do that, then you start to connect to that sixth sense. Mm. Um, my personal experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, things like earthing really help with that, going outside, connecting with the earth connecting with earth consciousness, actually becoming in phase and tune and resonance with our planet. And then you start to learn things. Yeah. Uh, you start to experience things, um, plant medicines because they come from the earth. Yeah. That's one reason why they're so powerful is because they are directly from the earth. Uh, your food makes a big, huge difference. Organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, things like, uh, like milk and wheat, like gluten, they, they, Touch your opioid receptor, right? So they make you feel good and happy. And that's not saying it's good or bad, but like the actual food we eat has a huge impact on our consciousness too.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. Um, and that's all from the earth. So how you, what you eat and how it's changed by animals, perhaps or not, and where it's from. And yeah, it's just really beautiful how everything connects. And I know I'm only seeing like the smallest little slip. And even then it's like, you know, awe inspiring to me. Mm. Um, and I think pe- that's what people really like, really like that. Um, yeah. So there's been a lot of interest in exploring these fields and people enjoy how there's not just a single dissection, like splitting open that, sp- that spectrum as much as possible.
0: People like the connections I find. Mm-hmm. It's all connected one way or the other. And it seems to me this sixth sense that one can develop it's actually natural. It seems supernatural when we describe it, but I think it's just because we're so disconnected from the earth. But I think a human being is actually we're just we're just disconnected from our natural way of living. I think maybe maybe in the the, the, the hunter gatherer times and the tribal times we were more connected with this the Schumann residence, the uh, you know the collective unconsciousness of Of the guy in mind one could say i feel as though we just like through our concrete jungles that we live in um disconnected ourselves from that and it's actually quite organic what i mean by organic when we connect it's like it's just a it's actually like a part of us in a way that we've lost it's like a part of our being so the sixth sense it doesn't really seem like um it could seem like daunting i guess or harrowing to tap into like so-called uh, superpowers or get like these downloads one could say from the schumann resonance but honestly i think that's how it's supposed to be <laughs> i think we're actually supposed to be tapped into this sort of collective unconsciousness of the earth and uh, we're just living so unnaturally at this point it just seems so like it seems so like what what is that it doesn't make any sense but really when you do it yourself it makes the most sense it's like oh of course this is how it's exactly <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's it's really yeah we've modified our environment so the actual resonance is different changed, and uh humanity seems is living in a very mental space right now yeah i mean if you look at a lot of people you can just look at their bodies and see that they're not healthy so their residence is different so mm-hmm. just their actual physical shape going back to that um but that's the thing with a lot of these practices is that we live in this uh very mental realm, but it's very narrow. Yeah. And by connecting with the more physical realm that allows you to enhance your mental realm and also then go into other realms like astral and causal and beyond. So it really opens up the entire like spectrum I find. Yeah. So we're artificially limited in this uh very narrow realm, um, which has, There's a lot of value in the mental realm. Let's not take away from anything in there, but there's so much more value overall collectively across the wider spectrum. And and that is something that requires practice. And I think in the past it just naturally happened because we were just doing the things naturally that we evolved in, in that Um, we've distanced ourselves from our evolutionary past. And that's why there's so much uh, uh, so many health issues is because the body now is not in that natural resonance. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if you're not going to keep me healthy, I would literally like, you know, have some disease form or I'll start attacking myself through some autoimmune issue or what yeah. like, will develop tumors or like that shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some rare genetic things, of course, right. When you go into the spirituality of it, maybe you signed up for that yeah, before you're incarnated. But, um, Certainly, this is something that just requires practice, and it's as simple as going outside and just spending time doing those things. I like to, I like to think of things as like going from one to zero or from zero to one. Um, for example, if you haven't stretched at all, and you, you like Warrior Two pose is a really good one just for like feeling good posture and strength in your body. You know, your legs are spread out, your your knee is like nice and line over your ankle. It's just a certain posture that you can do that routes energy differently in your body. And it can be good to spend 10 minutes in warrior two done that it feels really nice. Sometimes you just hold it for like five, 10 minutes, but sometimes it's just going from not having done it today to spending five seconds in warrior two that makes the difference. And so, for a lot of people, it's just the fact that they are still at zero with this. They're still at zero with doing some basic earthing principles.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, or it is so long ago that the information is so distant now in the past for them. Um, but just even just putting a, a check at one, you don't have to go all the way to 100, just putting that check at one and then maybe doing that again at some frequency that's semi-consistent the ball gets rolling and you start to not have to like plan or schedule because it takes on life of its own you have some realization for example and then now you want to do it now you have to force yourself yeah but that zero to one process is consciousness and willpower and drive Mm
0: -hmm. you have to break your circuits and and leap over whatever your your pattern is Mm -hmm. well said We're creatures of habit. So it's just about establishing the right habits for oneself and having discipline with it. And it pays off. It really does. Truly. Um, Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. It seems to me when we do these practices, right? We're just I think I said this in the beginning. What we're doing is we're just we're tuning ourselves. We're opening up that spectrum of light like just a little bit more. We're just opening up to a little, like yeah, we do have the five senses, but when we get that sixth sense, maybe it goes like this: we open up yeah. a little bit more. It seems it's like we're mediums of light. We're like these. Well, oh we are. Yeah, we're something that light passes through. Like we're just like this. Yeah, we're an arbiter of light. It seems, and the more we let in, it's like the better we feel.
1: <laughs> well, <What laughs> matter kind of is just like, light made slow. I mean, yeah. all physical matter is just light made slow through different bonds and everything. But what's interesting is, like, all the chemicals, not all of them, but, like, a lot of the elements in our body, like, the heavier ones, required temperatures, like, you know, in the millions of Kelvin range. So, they were beyond energetic in, in our, like, understanding, right? The birth inside these stars, like environments are so energetic and condensed it was like beyond our imagination and we're made up of those elements and they have that residual history it might have been 10 billion years ago and who's to say our ability to measure billions of years is even accurate (laughs) but you know it was in some distant past um but we have that energetic imprint, but then it's slowed down since then. Once those bonds are formed, they're very stable. So we're just energy made slow, and that energy could be liberated if you uh, if you know how to modify those parameters of space time. Basically, and that's what they're trying to do with like a fusion reactor. You know, you can do that with fission, splitting the atom. Um, but I find that really interesting. Like you know, people say we're made of stardust, but people think of the dust as being you know, normal room temperature. In reality, we were birthed in like this incredibly hot, like probably beyond plasma, just this pure fluid of creation.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, um, and that, that all has that imprint on us. So that was all this pure light energy. And now it's just made a little slower, but light can still move through us radio waves pass through our body. No problem, right? Maybe every now and then a radio f- photon will interact. Whereas a X-ray photon, all of them will be absorbed. That's why you can see your bones on X-ray, because your bones, I mean, some are being reflected because there is that probability, but a lot of them are just being absorbed. And that's why you go out, you get sunbursts, because you absorbed so much ultraviolet light that started breaking chemical bonds. But a radio wave, people say, oh, well, it's a non-ionizing, it doesn't have any effect. It's like, well every now and then against that time perception It's just every now and then it has an effect. It's not so often though that you notice it unless you're very aware and in tune. Um, and you do these practices where you can find that quiet and find that stillness. And now your noise level goes down. And now when you do have that chance interaction, because again, there's like an infinite amount of photons. So it's not like there's not that many, you actually don't have to wait that long. Um, you just have to be in a nice, still, quiet environment. You only need, you could say, you only need one to get that information across. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's it's interesting how the light, like the Earth and us, we all share these very similar attributes in terms of the fact that we're made out of matter. And you could you could start to think about, well, are there other beings that are not made out of like matter, matter, like you know, hard, condensed, slow matter? Maybe their bodies are made up of things like plasma. Um, yeah. there's incredible like coherence and plasma uh, that kind of boggles the mind like ball lightning there's all these reports of ball lightning like literally like going through the door of the church and then like zooming up to someone and then going around them and then like up to chimneys like how, oh, how does that work mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy stuff yeah. um, but you know maybe there's like some consciousness to that I mean there's some order beyond our understanding certainly mm-hmm. uh, with all this because if we're energy made slow, how how can there not be uh, higher forms? Energy made fast.
0: I mean, that, that's probably yeah. the higher. Yeah. This makes sense to me. Yeah. We're the dumb ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just these dumb monkeys down here thinking we know everything. But yeah, in actuality, there yeah. might be these, uh, yeah, these like sort of electrical beings. Yeah, I feel like once you dive into the realms of of light and energy, it almost it starts to toe the line of magic. I think, oh, I'm going to mess this quote up. But yeah. Nikola Tesla, you know that Nikola Tesla quote, he says uh, something about photons and electrons and light. He said, if you want something along the lines, I'm going to butcher this quote, but it's like, if you want to know the magic of the universe, study that. Study the the electrons and energy and the photons of light. I'll put the quote up on the video uh, so people. know. Yeah, if you want to discover about. the secrets of the universe, that's think in terms is. of energy, frequency, and vibration. Yeah,
1: that's pretty like, pretty close to
0: it. Yeah, you you start to tiptoe the line of magic. You know, it starts to the line starts to get blurred. Um, but I think that's what we're coming to find is we do live in this sort of magical universe. <laughs> we're just starting to unveil that, and when you study the energies in a way. I don't know. It's like it becomes quite apparent, for sure.
1: Well, there's a lot that's there's a lot that's hidden. Like uh, I just listened to a podcast on uh, some kind of like archetypal uh, archetypal forces and spirits and everything. And it was talking about the Jewish uh, Kabbalah, Mm -hmm. and I mean, this is like a book of magic. Like actually like in in Judaism, they like have a book of magic. So it's funny (laughs) how it's, and you know, there's a lot of very rich and influential people that are Jewish. Of course, there's also rich and influential people that are Christian and all the other denominations too. But all these religions effectively use magic, but then at the same time, magic is seen as like, you know, this completely crazy thing that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. But the, the rich and powerful are using magic. and Of course, they're not going to tell you because that gives them an the advantage. So, yeah, yeah, it's just understanding that we just have a different word now. It's the same thing. It's all the same thing, but we just have a different word now once you get to a, a new expression of it. So what was uh, your senses? Now it becomes like intuition or maybe then it becomes magic. So on and so forth. But mm. it's all just related in many ways. Yeah, it's all the same. <sighs> wow people are doing magic whether they're aware of it or not yeah it's huh, unconscious it magic yeah
0: exactly um, we're all magicians bringing it into consciousness mm-hmm. that's the big thing man yeah we're all magicians we're all alchemists in this thing we call life it's just like we don't really know the spells in a way we don't we're actually one could say that like you said the rich and powerful may be putting spells over the world that's a whole rabbit hole in itself for sure but yeah yeah i do I do believe that as well is that we're all we're all the wizard and witch in a way and it's just about how we put forth our energy you know how what energy we take in but also what energy we decide to put out it's this it's this feedback loop you know it's a, i like to see the the human body as like an input output machine at a very simplistic form we take in energies and then we also put out energies so it's mm-hmm. just it's good this path the holistic path is good the um, It's good to be aware of the energies that we're taking in yes but also how we decide to put out um and that's really what it's all about man i feel as though that's that's the whole path what are you going to take in what are you going to put out to the world and it's just this constant relationship
1: that's what's really important is uh is how you you can give back and Mm. like i i i see how i've Help myself, healed myself in many ways. And then how like I know, I know you, you cannot take away from me the impact, the beneficial impact I've had on the planet through like my gardening, right? Like I was just out in the garden today and I can, I can put new things in, create environments, see more bees show up, see the ants have their own little colonies and everyone's happy. And there's a greater density of life and like love and all these things in that now spot. Mm-hmm. So I know through my gardens, cause I also have a, a garden on the West coast uh, that I do some work in. Like I can see how I've made them better over time. And like I do uh, some Creek restoration projects, understanding how the geomorphology changes with erosion and everything. Just really doing these things by hand to better understand these processes in many ways, geology processes. Um, and if I was to like, just inspire one other person to kind of awaken to the same thing or similar their own, you know, to help them discover that path that's more aligned with their true spirit and to do these things that make the planet a better place. Or two people, for example, then you start to have that uh that growth factor, right? Mm. That R value over one. Mm. That's super valuable. That's so powerful. So there's people out there that have influenced more than just one person. They've influenced millions of people. Um, and I think as I think with the like the internet, for example, it started with books, started with scrolls and chants and everything, but now with the internet, people are kind of realizing. Everyone can be that person. and There's not some cap. Yeah. Like we can all, everyone has their own resonance. And there's certainly people on my channel, like I get this uh, This one guy, you never expect this, just based on like his profile picture. But he's like, I'm out, it's like earthing all the time now, and my health problems are getting better. I'm like, this is incredible. I would have never expected his Name is Gary too. It's like I would have never yeah, expected someone like this this type of Gary to like do this, but he's like so into it. And he just found that he had this like natural energy
0: within him. Right? This is natural. And, that's why we're coming back to our roots. Yeah.
1: And so um that's that's what really uh I just I just really enjoy it because I can I can do this uh research into things, you know, standing on the shoulders of other giants, but then I'm reading across so many disciplines that I can kind of be this connective bridge between them mm-hmm. and uh, and then take that, synthesize it, reduce it in such a way. Hopefully you don't lose the the qualities, right? Simpler is typically better Yeah. and then give that to others. And then they can make with that what they want. But it's, yeah. uh, you know, many things inspire people, make the planet a better place. And then I think collectively, if we all do that, things can actually happen really rapidly. Mm-hmm. Things can improve really rapidly. Things can transform really rapidly, um, and so I, I see that unfolding. Things like uh, this podcast, for example, mm. like it could uh, overnight just some you know faded change in the algorithm, and all of a sudden, all these episodes you've done now are reaching a huge, huge, huge audience. As like you know, the change. It would be dramatic. And then all of a sudden now, instead of you touching X amount of people, you're touching X times Y. Yeah. Um, you know, three orders of magnitude larger. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this is like having faith, doing
0: it. If that's your true purpose and path, then it will happen. Yeah. Amen. I see the time we're living in, in this, quote, awakening or alignment, whatever label you want to use, as like this giant mycelial network of people and we each yes like build our little bridge and yeah one one person can affect millions that's the crazy thing and then those millions can affect another millions and it's just like this it's this giant network and it is literally a network of the internet but i feel like it's a it's also a deeper network maybe at the unconscious level as well where we're just like we're yeah we're just creating these communities around maybe one person and then the other person creates a community around another person it's just like this it's just just Uh, It's just exponential growth, I see. Um,
1: Yeah. It's it's bi directional.
0: Would you say it's bi directional?
1: Yeah. I mean, all like the the people on my channel, for example, they inspire me. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're, I get like, I, I, it's not like I really thought, I didn't really imagine this and this happened, but so many people are saying, like, bless you. Thank you so much. And all that has power behind it, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like magic power, you could say. Is that why you behind someone? yeah. Behind someone, blessing someone. Yeah. And um, I think it was uh, when I was traveling Europe last summer, I saw this sign someone put out. I don't, know, I don't remember where, but it said like, like we should bless each other more. Like, don't be afraid to bless someone. Yeah. And that's really stuck with me. So now I'm, I w- sometimes I'll be in a location and I'll, I'll gather my energy and I'll just like bless the entire city as best I can and just like pour that energy out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I have no fear of it like you know, leaving me permanently and I'm drained, like I know energy will flow back in. So this bi-directional, it can be a whole bunch of small inputs going to you and you're putting out a big input. But then it could also be you, let's say, have this influence and then someone else starts up and then they then have big influence back to you. So it just might be delayed in the time. But Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I don't think there's like a cap on this stuff where it's necessarily like we just need, you know, it's not like there's monopolies on things. It's just the ebb and flow. There's going to be natural rises and falls and cycles and everything. And as long as you're, you, you do the thing that you can Mm -hmm. thing that you may be maybe will be able to do is to give that blessing to someone. Maybe you're not, you don't have an audience of millions, but if you find someone who's having a hard day, you can just feel the energy of like the mailman. Yeah. And they come up and you're like, you're like, Thank you so much. Like, bless you and have a great day. That could mm-hmm. be huge. And that's Seriously. that's a conscious decision that anyone can make at any uh, any moment, a conscious action. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. that's
0: where the real work is. Yeah, it's in the little things. And those little things maybe could potentially s- spread to big things. Yeah, not everybody has to have a YouTube channel per se or actually have like uh, a community that they build around. It could just be like, yeah, uh, saying have a good day to the mailman. And then, oh, the mailman feels great after that. And then he goes home to his family and he treats his family well. And then it's, yeah, it's just like this chain. It's this chain of love, you know? Love brings love and it just spreads. It's, uh, it's like a virus, but it's a good one.
1: <laughs> You're in this good mental state, let's say, and your brain waves are really nice. And you have these coherent heart rhythms. So it's a really nice sine wave and everything's really nice and resonating in your body. And then the mailman comes up, right? Hands you the package. And then you say this, bless you. Let's say, right, or just thank you or gratitude, whatever. Now there's like this bridge for him to start resonating with you, yeah. right? For you to start resonating with him or her. And so then it also goes back to resonance there. Like you have to uh, bring yourself and do this practice yourself so then it can affect everyone else. Because if you're not in resonance, then there's not going to be that transfer of energy and information. But as we start to find what our collective resonance is, um, then there's going to be, uh, you know, larger kind of collective movement towards some of these, I think, holistic principles. Um, and the Earth is our guide in that because mm. unless some, you know, random planet comes out of somewhere and like impacts our Earth, she's not going to change in terms of her physical size. and mm-hmm. uh, She's not going to change in some of these characteristics. She might change her magnetic field. But like the actual Schumann resonances, these energy fields that have existed, uh, we think since we've had an atmosphere, basically, um, based on their physics, those are not going to change, uh, really in any significant way. So that's kind of our guides. So if we can, if we can shift over to those frequencies, uh, cause we've shifted away from them. We can all shift back to them, and also, you know, it's good to have other frequencies and everything like that full spectrum. But that's that's the really good energy that's dominant. and doesn't, you know, just dis evaporate. And if, uh, if people start to shift there in mass, which I'm starting to see, I feel like I feel like we're seeing that. Yeah. Then um, there can be this really wonderful sharing of energy and information. It doesn't have to be through the internet. It's like the un. Yeah. It's like the natural internet, the internet that predated the internet
0: yeah seriously um yeah yeah right it's this uh connection that is a little less material is that what you would say this human resonance is it's like the internet but not quite with uh with technology it's like our it's our innate internet
1: yeah our 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 biology bioelectric technology that we were you know
0: gifted with yeah essentially Um, that's the earth but
1: it's it's just Yeah, and your brain is creating these waves. So uh, there's various physical properties on the planet, like lightning strikes that create Schumann waves. Uh, When the sun travels over the surface of the Earth, that creates Schumann waves with the ionosphere and how it interacts and ionizes things that releases photons down below into the lower atmosphere. Uh, There's a variety of mechanisms, but like we ourselves also make them. So that could be that's a really good candidate. You know, maybe it's not the only thing, It's almost certainly not the only thing, but it's a very good candidate or at least a pillar for understanding like Jung's collective consciousness or morphogenetic fields. Like there's all these different ideas that have been developed across different scientific disciplines and like religions and everything. And every time I take that Schumann Resonance uh, model and like examine it and how it works... It fits in pretty nicely. It's like this in many ways, like this masterpiece that connects things. That's another and that's based on the photon, right? So mm-hmm. um I th- think that's why there's a such a interest in that. And uh the only issue is that people need to understand the physics of that for it to really make sense. Because if you're not getting the physics with it right, then you can lead like beguile people and and you know, kind of trick them and all this stuff. And there's lots of people that do that nowadays. Uh, they use They learn a little bit and use all this fancy lingo and talk, but they don't have like that real strong, like actual understanding. Um, but people are so desperate, uh, for the truth, right. That they'll take a little bit of truth with a whole bunch of stuff. And you just hope that eventually people can sift through it themselves. And I think that's, uh, an innate human skill is to discover the truth and sift through the rest. Once you develop that, that framework of how to think, Mm -hmm. um, but there's something certainly to like how all these ideas like across cultures popped up at the same time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just doesn't make sense unless there's some force field that is pulsing eight times a second around the planet. So you and I are connected right now within with like, like let's say like a 100 second, 100 millisecond lag time. And actually, since we're both in the U.S., I think it's probably much less, right? Yeah. The Shumar residences. And then I'm connected with someone in India or Bangladesh or Australia or China or Russia or wherever with, you know, this like about 142 second mil, uh, millisecond lag time. So the, the 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 strength of these fields may be exceptionally, exceptionally, exceptionally small, but it's just the scale just what scale are you at that's all that matters yeah something being stronger doesn't mean it's more important it's just stronger
0: Mm. wow yeah and ultimately when it really comes down to it it's that we're all one consciousness we're all this one band it seems just split into different nodes billions and billions of different nodes that are receiving this at our core maybe our core identity it's not the body per se it's more so this just this energy that just passes through us you know it kind of gives me a little bit of um ease in the in my inevitable demise you know (laughs) it's like well maybe we do live beyond the body in a way that is truly inconceivable incomprehensible but in a way that's energy you know if one can identify with this this energy of the earth and greater of the cosmos per se then maybe one can see in that a sort of transcendence to um our eternal nature of light, you know.
1: Yeah, and in uh, Indian culture, I think it's Vedic culture too. They talk about like Ojas, which is like your light body. Mm-hmm. And so I find it interesting that people that practice earthing typically seem to be uh, more athletic and leaner. And I found that as I've done it more and more, I mean, I've been into uh, powerlifting and bodybuilding and exercise, swimming, all this stuff for a while now. Um, Yoga is the more recent addition, which is really great. Yoga and stretching and oh, yeah. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I was already, you know, fairly lean, never really been like overweight or anything, but earthing has seemed to just like drop my body fat levels even more. Meanwhile, I, eat, I can eat a lot of food. Like I can eat a lot. And if I try to gain weight, it does not happen. But in this, uh, this, uh, idea of Ojas is that, that, that food that you're eating, that energy doesn't go into the physical body is that you're transmuting it into your aura, into your energy body, your light body. And perhaps it is our, the reason why we have physical bodies is that we're at a step of our evolution that we need the physical body to then convert it into the light body. Yeah. And if you have to keep reincarnating until you get a big enough light body that then you can then move into the, let's say like the astral reality, for example, yeah. that could be a good candidate. Um, And so the earthing. Is so valuable because the Schumann resonances are one of the dominant telluric currents, electromagnetic, you know, waves in the surface of the earth. You're getting, you know, your nature bathing, you're quieting your system down. It seems to help your body, like, be healthier across the board, both in, like, weight loss. Your heart rhythms are more coherent, your brain waves. And then perhaps this shifts your body to be like, okay, we can actually start to put resources towards our ojas, our light body. And then that makes this whole transition easier. Um, because mm-hmm. perhaps then once your light body is established, that's the natural you're now birthed into that realm. It's like a metamorphosis, right? bo- Yeah, yeah the, the body is limiting that component of a caterpillar can't fly. So it probably wants to. <laughs> and it's like, hey, I know it's going to happen, but it can't do it. You know, it's this big fat grub which just eats a lot and then it turns itself into a soup of literally un, like with no coherent structure that we can tell, but then it comes out and unfurls these like wings. It's so intricate and complex. and It's yeah. like boggles of mind. How's that work? And that's like all morphogenetic fields. And while that cocoon is sitting there out in nature, the main fields it's interacting with are like the Schumann resonances. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just how it all goes back in many ways. A lot of it goes back to that. I feel like, it was sh- in many ways, I feel like it was the Schumann Residences somehow that gave me the insight to discover the Schumann Residences <laughs> 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 and that it was Mother Earth who chose me to be her messenger for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at my astrology chart, that actually makes sense. But it's just, yeah, it's I just that was just kind of how things have lined up for me at this moment in time. Um, But yeah, you have to, guess. You have to go from zero
0: to one. You have to go outside, mm-hmm. put your feet on the ground, do it. Just do and it. And that don't happen. Yep. Amen to that. Just do it. That's the thing. It's all up to us. There's only so many graphs and information that one can take in from a YouTube video. When it really comes down to it, the proof is in the pudding and you just have to do this yourself. Um, that's really that's really what it comes down to, man. Yeah. It's, you just got to go through it. <laughs> you got to walk the path.
1: <laughs> yeah. One of the things I've been uh, not struggling with, but, you know, really getting like coming to greater acceptance with mm-hmm. is cause we live in this realm of like mental activity right now. So there's, there's, there's so many people that say things and my friend's been helping me with this and like understanding this. So many people say things. And for me, it's saying something and doing it that matters. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, well, for them, she's like, for them saying it is what matters. I'm like, that's saying, saying something and not doing it literally. It's like, what's the impact? So, I mean, perhaps some long term, uh, eventually trigger something, right? I can look at things that I've changed on, like getting into going to the gym before I didn't. There was people that influenced me, but it was more through their actions. Like I saw yeah. it and I was like, yeah, I actually really like that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's the saying and the doing. And so, yeah, the videos I make you know, give people a lot of good information, but then I I really hope that I'm also influencing them to actually do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think the best way I can do that is through my example. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the best way that you can influence people is through your example. Uh, And just, you know, holding that space. That's really, uh, it's really important. We all have our own space to hold and that's our responsibility and duty. And um, I hope everyone can, you know, fully at the right time, divine timing, you know, come into that.
0: As it's meant to happen mm-hmm. i think we will i think we will i don't know that's why i'm not a said. doomer a so doomer. many doomers yeah <laughs>
1: yeah it's like everyone's so afraid yeah. and like oh the world's so chaotic. like no, I... I haven't had to worry about being beheaded by vikings so i think this world's <laughs> yeah, right. actually pretty nice yeah,
0: yeah like going could us... be much worse yeah exactly S- seriously man when yeah when you put it in the context like that it's like It's life's really not that bad. I mean, it may be easy for us to say in our comfortable homes, but I think for the vast majority of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast, most likely it's not that bad, man. You're all right. We're going to make it. We're going to be okay.
1: (laughs) The problems of a different character. Uh, But, but yes, we don't have some of the overt, like you literally could die at the age of 14 because some raiding party comes to your village or something. (laughs) Yeah. Or... Yeah. You, you're like a thorn pricks your finger and then it gets infected in some yeah. terrible way. Like it's just, w- we actually had a real, I think instead of it, instead of us seeing that like the, the planet is doomed or something, like we have to look at this from, we have such a wonderful opportunity and gift. Everything's been lined up in such a way that the potential is so big, mm-hmm. you know, electric currents, the movement of these photons is created through these buildup of potentials. And the potential for humanity is so large right now. And it just requires like just that first little ionization channel, like a lightning bolt is you have this massive negative potential positive, but the air is very conductive uh, or it's very resistive. Sorry. So it doesn't allow electrical charge. But once they build up so much, it can actually ionize the air in between the two. And then the lightning bolt strikes.
0: Mm. I feel
1: like that's where we are with society right now.
0: Yeah good metaphor i like that what do you think is going to be the lightning bolt at a collective or maybe also we can take that into like in personal lives what are what what are some people's lightning bolt would you say the light the the, when the light bulb comes on you could say yeah and you know they get on this wavelength of being connected and the holistic path like how, how do you think is it just grace would you say how do we get on this wavelength
1: I definitely, uh I don't think you can say there's not like, you know, a God component. Um uh, That's, uh, that's probably the component, right? <laughs> yeah. But I think it's also in many ways like a buildup, you have to build that potential. And it's just a function of wants and potentials there. So for example, I used to uh be a big meat eater. And now I have a little bit of like, you know, fish or whatever, every now and then, but I haven't had any meat, like land animal meat for a while. I went vegetarian. Uh, and then brought the fish back in. But I wasn't ever considering that. But then my sister was vegetarian. You know, I read. I, I didn't shy away from reading those research papers. Um, you know, there was people I met that were vegetarian. I think what happened is I just slowly accumulated these resonant energies from these people and from these things until eventually one day it was a lightning bolt for me. Yeah, like it was like an instant realization for me. I was eating something and I was like, whoa, I can't do this. It was like, it was wow. instantaneous. Mm-hmm. So I had a label. Yeah, it was pepperoni pizza. Wow. <laughs> I, th- I-, I thought about what happened to the pig. And it just like all of a sudden it just flashed in front of my eyes. And that wow. was just me, right? Everyone's on a different point. Everyone has their own nutrient needs, but um, it was a lightning bolt moment for me. But I think it was because those energies accumulated. And so we're still in this like accumulation phase, but I also think there are people that are having their own lightning bolt moments
0: mm-hmm. um
1: across a variety of things and i think that's also like how you change the overall resonant environment too like mm-hmm. maybe you make the air more conductive so you you the potentials are there they don't need to get so large cuz now the air itself is more conductive like for example during an earthquake um something that they notice before a lot of earthquakes is that the air at the surface becomes more conductive It ionizes to some degree. It gets filled with positive ions. Um, and normally that air is very resistive. And so then that facilitates the movement of energy and everything, but that's the earth releasing energy from, you know, her huge interior, whether that's the mantle, or inner core, core, or whatever, uh, you know, that gets pushed down and ionizes all of a sudden now energy can flow. And that explains why some people have bioelectric health effects from things like earthquakes or thunderstorms or yeah. solar flares and stuff of that nature. So there's a, it, it might be the lightning bolt moment might not be some like human thing uh, or like our potentials are building. That's for sure. But it might be that the earth or self ionizes, helps the ionize the air, lower that uh barrier to entry Mm. and then all of a sudden it precipitates and it's going to happen really quick Mm -hmm. um and then there'll be the long right
0: now i feel like it is like it won't be a day especially in earth terms and cosmic terms but if you want to like think about how many people are quote waking up in the span of time um it's like like this in terms of cosmic time (laughs) you know it's very yeah it almost is like a light bulb Mm. yeah
1: i think the solar cycle will be a big one because since the late fifties, the solar cycle where the sun flips its magnetic axis. It's strength has been going down. So it's interesting because as its strength has gone down, the earth has received less and less energy. Um, but at the same time, our planet has been like warming up more because we're changing the composition and the actual frequency of vibration, like CO2 vibrates differently than a different gas molecule. Um, so that's like how we're changing our resident environment, but now solar cycle 25 so far has been exceeding expectations and it's going to be the first solar cycle that starts to then it's like an inflection point where it starts to go up. And so now there's more energy coming in from the sun. When is that? That should peak around 24, 25. I think it'll be 2025 that it'll peak, but it's a broad peak, but yeah. And then there's plenty of astrological uh evidence for that time frame. But that could be that you know environmental change that increases the connectivity between all of us. And things like the, the internet certainly are a big contributor to that. They allow for that rapid transfer of information. But we also have the Schumann resonances once once there's a significant quantity of people that are resonating in a, that more natural holistic way, then all the tuning forks are going to kind of change their frequency, or at least a lot of them are, unless you're living highly insulated. And then, you know, as, as one goes on, the other goes on, it makes it harder and harder to not shift your energy there. Yeah. And so some of us are more tune or sensitive than others. And, or you could say early adopters, and then other people, they'll come on right at the perfect time for themselves and, uh and their energy will shift and change and, yeah, it, it'll be really beautiful when it happens. And, um, the energy is all there. It's all built up. Um, is that the, just be the best person you can be. And, uh, like the do no harm principle. And I think, uh, I think we'll all be fine if we do that.
0: Yeah. Quite simple in that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's really what it's about. Uh, How long have you been doing the the podcast for? Uh, probably about two years now, over two years, oh, wow, so two and a half, something like that. But just now it's starting to pick up. I really can't keep up with the amount of people that I'm speaking to. So, mm. um, I think the fun just getting started, but yeah, that must been, be really
1: transformational.
0: Yeah. Doing all of these for sure. This is, this is a sadhana. I like to say, this is my, uh, this is my spiritual path. Um, or at least one great element of it. It's being able to tap into minds from all over the world. Um, and yeah, just pick your brain and to be able to do this and share it with the world is a blessing for me, but hopefully for other people as well. But yeah, this it's, it's so transformative. I can't even explain. I'm still processing it myself. Like I said, I'm still in the midst of this whole process of creation. So we'll see what uh, comes out on the other end in a few years, I guess, but it's fun. I love it.
1: Yeah, I've always, uh, that's why I agreed to uh, jump on the podcast so quickly because I've always liked the idea of these types of dialogues. And uh, I I like the idea of eventually having my own, um, but just interacting with all these different people, and getting those imprints and Mm -hmm. you're picking up those resonant frequencies, right? And uh, I think that's really, really powerful. And uh, that's why people like them so much is because they can also pick up on that too. And it's Mm -hmm. just, we're we're meant to dialogue as a human species, we're meant to talk, Um, you know, debates okay. Discussion's okay, but really dialogue where there's no like winner loser. It's yeah, just cooperation. Yeah, that's really, I think, the direction that human society is uh, meant to go. And I so agree. the fact that these things are taking off
0: so well um, gives me a lot of hope. Yeah, seriously. And the fact that we can even do this and have a conversation like we're in the same room, it's quite amazing. This non local conversation um we take it for granted because we have this technology in our pockets at all times but i don't know if people really know the impact that it can bring to the world when used effectively i know actually i didn't i'm speaking from personal experience until i started to do this i'm like oh this is like this is this is something else (laughs) i don't know what i'm getting myself into but it's uh i think it's a lot bigger than myself um so yeah the fact that we even have this technology that i think we said at the beginning we didn't create we just so happen to be like thrust into this world with this technology is a blessing so i'm using that to my advantage i guess and to hopefully create a better world hopefully create that like node in the mycelial network with these podcasts and ultimately yeah just uh have fun like i said this is this is fun for me this is this is just what i like to do i feel like this is those my sort of dharma in this life so uh yeah i'm gonna keep on keep it on I suggest you do it too. I think you'd like it. I think um, you'd find, you know, over time, it'll increase your your mental capacities in ways that you didn't really even expect.
1: Yeah, I really like the idea. Um, so at some point, it'll, it'll get lined up. The uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is, you know, we have this technology like the podcast, um, but I've had like an experience before where I would lay outside. I was earthing. So I, I literally just put a blanket out. <clears throat> And, um, I mean, I will say I had a little bit of plant medicine. So it was mm-hmm. just a very small amount of, uh, honestly, it's almost my, my tolerance for that has gone down or it's gone up so much that I just used less and less and now I'm not doing any, yeah. I had a little bit of canvas. And, um, uh, as I laid there, I, I, I tuned my thoughts to certain people and I can literally feel the energy field, wow. um, through the earth. And so as I thought of one person There was this vibration and feeling that came with it. So there's actual vibratory quality, and then there's a feeling with it. And then I tune my thoughts towards someone else. These people are on the other side of the planet. And all of a sudden, the field change, the vibration and the feeling. And so, uh, you know, we listen to podcasts or we watch videos or things of this nature so we can, like, get information, Um, but it can also be as... you don't need to use a phone or a laptop it can be as simple as like going out there and once you have those circuits you don't necessarily need plant medicine I don't think you need it at all to begin with it just might help you know build that conductive channel
0: yeah
1: Um, but you can go out there and get those same downloads and check in with people or check in with like things or ideas and all this stuff by um, entering to that place of stillness and quiet and then just like you know, talking to the universe that way, then seeing how it comes back to you. Yeah. Um With intentionality. Yeah. And the, and the, the Greeks always believe, and the Romans always believe that the universe is always speaking to you through everything that's happening, the words, the, like what you're seeing, all this stuff. So, um, I, I believe that too, because I've had these, uh, experiences and like synchronicities and stuff. And it's really interesting. Um, but I think, I, I if if there's any sort of like message for this, you know, like listening to a podcast is really great, but then actually going out there and tuning into that energy field is also really powerful. And I think we should be spending, uh, you know, equal time or, you know, just having the proper ratio between those. Yeah. Um, I agree. But, uh, and I think, I think that's, uh, starting to happen. People are starting to put things into practice more and more. I know I personally am, um, and I just find it really uh, great that we have all these things at our disposal, mm-hmm. not just one, not just the other, mm-hmm. is that we can do all these things. Uh, you can listen to a podcast, hear about it, and then be like, hey, it's actually a nice day and I have two hours. I can go do this right now <laughs> and yeah. you can go do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's really, it was it was a fascinating experience how I could feel these fields and the feelings associated with that person. And maybe it was all just my own brain. Maybe that's what it was. But regardless, it influenced my personal life experience in that moment and, uh, helped me to better connect and like understand and empathize and all these things. So it was only a positive experience. Um, but it seemed to be that I was more just now in tune and a harmonic with these fields. And even though, um, Like these people are separated from me by quite vast distances. The earth was like, I will give you the signal because she's always in contact with everybody. She's like, okay, here it is. There you go. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: and I found that really powerful and there's lots of ways you can do that with energy and you're a creative block. You're right. You can call in those energies if you're trying to manifest, right. You can, you can put that signal out there, you're thoughts are always radiating information at the speed of light into your environment. So that signals pinging out all the time. And if you want that signal to reach a lot of the rest of the world, then earthing is a good way to do that. Cause you actually get in contact with the earth, with the Schumann resonances, drop that bioelectric noise down. And now you're in a more conducive state to ping out your own podcast to the universe. <laughs> and, uh, and you don't know who's going to tune in at what moment and what's going to happen from it. But um, I can always see that being like the next metaphysical thing that people start to realize yeah. it has a value and importance to, and there might not be necessarily any, like, you know, subscriber number you could see. Right. <laughs> but you have to trust the process. And then, you know, things that come in, um, it happens if they come in. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm excited to see some of these, like, metaphysical technologies or understandings yeah. Yeah. come yeah. online. Cause we're still very much in this uh, mental realm. Um, but when I can walk to the park and see people laying out and doing these practices and I'm not the only one, then I'll know that I've done a little bit of good on the planet and I've <laughs> helped with that.
0: I'm really excited for that. Same, same. I think you're doing a lot of good, man. And I think we, we all have a bright future here. Um, yeah, we just got to connect. Connect with Mother Earth and she will lead the way. The sort of guidance in that, you know, the sort of surrender in that and kind of letting the hands off the steering wheel in a certain sense. And from there, there's less inertia in life. And uh, yeah, ultimately, life becomes a little bit easier. Um, and that's what we all want to a certain extent. You know, we all want to kind of enjoy this process of living as a human being a little bit more. So yeah, you don't need to listen to the podcast. Go outside, <laughs> connect <laughs> with the earth. Um yeah man I don't have anything else to say I think this is a good note to wrap it up at uh you want to keep it at that do you have anything else to say
1: Um I, no I think we covered a lot if you want to you know I'm happy to come back on anytime let me know sure. I really appreciate you uh reaching out and then bringing me on I think this is great yeah. and uh I wish you the most success and luck and blessings yeah. with your podcast and with reaching those people and um yeah I just I just think that since we are all of the earth and we are literally just on loan from the earth. Hmm. I think anyone that's listening to this, just, uh, maybe just give just a trickle more awareness and mindfulness towards the earth.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, cause there's multiple elements, but the earth is the foundation it seems for us. Um, and I think that we just could increase our connection with that and it would behoove us to, hmm. um, so however that's done, it doesn't have to be with the earthing. It can literally just be tuning your thoughts there. Maybe you don't have the ability to go outside as much as you would like. You're on an oil rig, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. right? But there's other ways to, to connect to these energies and to influence and, and to also to receive. So I think just cultivating that awareness um, is really powerful and, and taking the observations so that eventually you have the data points. So then you can see, oh, how this actually has affected me. And it's not just, uh, well, I'm not really sure. Like you have to take, think a little bit like a scientist at times. That's very valuable. Mm-hmm. Go from zero to
0: one.
1: <laughs> zero to one. That's right. They are really like, and sometimes one to zero. But yeah, yeah.
0: all it's that a, stuff's really good. It's a balance. <sighs> yeah, man, I thank you. Keep doing your thing. I wish you all the best. And for sure, we can definitely talk in the future. Um, I don't know what else to say. I thank anybody that listened this long. And yeah, man, I'm going to go for a walk, I think, after this. <laughs> go outside in the sun. <laughs> go out in nature. That's how I Yeah, I'm it's feeling. looking nice out. So <laughs> namaste. Thank you so much, Gary. Namaste. Thank you. Peace and love, everybody.